The Israel Report with Rolin Marks. Well, certainly plenty happening in the Middle East uh, today. Joining us now, Rolin Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolin, always a pleasure to have you on board. Welcome. It's always a pleasure to catch up with you. Right, so let's, uh, without further ado, there's quite a bit to chat about today. Let's start with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, who sat down with CNN's Jake Tapper. Take us through what was said. Well, this was a very, very interesting interview. Uh, CNN, one of the, well, it used to be one of the most watched networks in the world. But what I find absolutely fascinating is the comments that he made on CNN. He basically uh, directly uh, contradicted them with his actions uh, the next day. So... Uh, a fascinating person always to comment on is our Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. But let's talk about some of the highlights or, or some of the main things that he spoke about with Jake Tapper. So, of course, the big issues that are always going to come up with a, an Israeli leader is going to be the peace process or any such kind of process with the the Palestinians, as well now as the the topic of the moment, which is the judicial overhaul. So let's break down some of the um, hard points, and we'll begin with comments about the uh, the Palestinians. So he seems to take the approach that is quite contrary to the former U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry, who I think must be eating humble pie these days. Mm-hmm. who said that uh, there will never be peace with the Arab world as long as there wasn't any peace with the Palestinians. So Netanyahu is of the roundabout approach, uh, and that is, he says, his um, priority is the normalization with more Arab uh, country. So basically what he said is when effectively the Arab-Israeli conflict comes to an end, I think we'll circle back to the Palestinians mm-hmm. and get a workable peace with the Palestinians. He says that the world shouldn't get hung up on peace negotiations with the Palestinians as there is a different approach to the issues. And he went on to talk about the Abraham Accords, a subject you and I are quite passionate about. Mm-hmm. And he said, I went around them the Palestinians. I went directly to the Arab states and forged a new concept of peace. I forged four historic peace agreements, the Abraham Accords, which is twice the number of peace agreements that all my predecessors in 70 years got combined. He said, you know, he is willing to give the Palestinians all the powers they need to govern themselves, but none of the powers that could threaten us. And this means that Israel should have the overriding security responsibility. So let's unpack uh, those two statements. First of all, he says, I went around them. I went directly to the Mm. Arab states. Uh, I forged for historic peace agreements. He seems to forget some other parties who were also involved in forging those peace agreements. like the uh, Americans and those Arab countries Mm -hmm. themselves. You know, they're not going to sign on any peace agreement without their own buy-in. And uh, I I think that he tends to forget that. And uh, one of the issues that Israelis do have with the prime minister is the I approach to many things. Uh, It's not a sole individual who can ensure that these kind of deals happen. Uh, And uh, his other statement, Israel should have the overriding security responsibility. And that has been the standard 
position by successive Israeli administrations, including the previous administration, that uh, security, whatever the deal is, prospective deal, negotiations, whatever with the Palestinians, is Israel's security is sacrosanct. Well, interesting tactic as you're talking about now, this roundabout issue, uh, using the Abraham Accords and, uh, it's, it's so, so to speak, uh, it's, it's an approach that, uh, feels as if, uh, you know, like, uh, reconciling with Arab countries will, will encroach upon the Palestinians and convince them, look, we've got to, you know, like, uh, get on, get along as the Abraham Accords demonstrate and, uh, yeah, do what we must do to ensure peace and prosperity. But okay, that remains to be seen. We just hope that things will be resolved, uh, peacefully and amicably for everybody. Let's move on, Rolene, to the president of the Supreme Court, Esther Hayot, who's asking uh, to freeze the overall of the judicial system and discuss compromises, and the PM says no. Well, this is a, a, a very important point because while we're discussing Jake Tapper, one of the issues that came up for discussion was uh, the judicial overhaul. This is a, a, a topic that is not just getting a lot of attention here in Israel, it's getting worldwide attention and for good reason. Right. And the Prime Minister says that while he believes that radical changes will correct Israeli democracy, he wants to hear counter-offers. Well, okay, here comes the Supreme Court President Esther Hayut, who has uh, asked that the Prime Minister, as well as the Justice Minister, Yariv Levine, freeze any plans mm. to overhaul the judiciary uh, while the President is leading his proposed mediation process to negotiate a compromise. So here we go. Here is uh, uh, the request to just to simply freeze it so that any counter-offers that Netanyahu says he is prepared to hear can come to the table. And the answer was a resounding no. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you, you know, and I know this is what, not what a lot of our listeners want to hear. This is why Netanyahu loses support or, or, or Israelis feel frustrated with him. You know, on the one hand, the prime minister does do um, great things for the country. But on the other hand, we have this kind of, of rhetoric and behavior coming from him, which does rile many in um, Israel, many who feel that he doesn't necessarily have the best interest of the countries at heart. Now, what is interesting is that while we were busy with the crossover, uh, news has come out that uh, Yariv Levine, that's our justice minister, says he's open to discussing the number of MKs or members of Knesset needed to overturn a high court decision. This is one of the issues that is a massive stickler uh, with regards to these proposed reforms. Do we need reforms? That can be up for debate. Uh, it has to be a, a broad-based consensus. But uh, this issue of the override clause is a huge issue for Israelis. Giving a government uh, a majority of 61 to overturn any laws that would uh, essentially be the checks and balances sure. uh, is is not a good way to go. Uh, ooh, as I speak, I have a rocket alert coming in. Wow. I think we heard that also. We could hear that too in the background, really. Uh, all good? Yeah. All good here. This is a Tseva Doma rocket alert for Sterot. 
uh, near um, surrounding areas. We're going to wait to hear if that's a false alarm or uh, yeah. if indeed rockets have been fired. Okay, please do take care. Wishing you all the best. That's crazy to have heard that rocket alert whilst we're live on air. But okay, coming back to what you were just discussing now, let's just hope that Prime Minister Netanyahu, as you said with his interview with Jake Tapper, there's this contradictory type of kind of like activity and like, uh, yeah, like uh, tendencies on his part. Let's just hope that uh, that's also resolved as soon as possible and things are, things just clear up a bit, uh, you know, well, more clearly as to where things should be heading. Israel sending bulletproof ambulances to the Ukraine. Tell us more about this. Yes, so this was also an issue that came up with uh, Tepper last night. One of the, the questions was, would Netanyahu be a uh, negotiator in a prospective peace between Ukraine and Russia? Funny, that was going to be one of my questions to you, because, yeah, we've got this activity, and now, as you mentioned, uh, the question of Netanyahu negotiating, or rather mediating, I beg your pardon, in the conflict. Sorry to have interrupted you, but okay. You can interrupt me anytime, <laughs> as long as it's you interrupting me and not rockets Or rocket sirens, me. for that matter, yes, yes. So, um, he said that he's prepared to negotiate if asked, uh, because of Israel's unique position. Now, this is something that the former Prime Minister, Naftali Bennett, uh, tried to do, tried to um, engage in some kind of shuffle diplomacy. Unfortunately, he wasn't successful and actually had to come back and, and, and focus on what was then a breaking wave of terror. But in the meantime, Israel does continue to send, to send aid to Ukraine, something that the Prime Minister stressed. And it was announced yesterday by the Ministry of Defense that Israel will be sending three bulletproof ambulances to Ukraine to assist the rescuers there. This will be fully equipped with uh, defibrillators, oxygen, medical equipment. But uh, again, and, and it, it still boggles my mind that the world is expecting Israel to sort out the military issues in, in Ukraine. Yeah, I find that peculiar also. For that matter, I find that actually peculiar. I'm seeing a lot of reports uh, indicating that, you know, where's, is, where's Israel? Where are they with their drone, their drones and their anti-missile defense systems and this, that, that, that and the other? Weird. Well, first, well, first of all, as you can hear, we need our Iron Dome batteries right. here and, and they're the wrong kind of defense equipment for the kind of rockets coming in to Ukraine and but we are cooperating as far as intelligence regarding drones is concerned but sure. again we have that very very delicate balance that we have to maintain mm -hmm. because we've got Russian troops on our border. Sure. Any uh, activity that happens in Syria, any counter-Iranian activity that we undertake has to be done in coordination with the Russians. And by that, I mean ensuring that they don't uh, get involved in sure. any conflict. Roland, we're going to have to uh, stop it right there. And let's just hope that these uh, sirens stop also. Please do take care. And uh, always great chatting to you. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, what's left of it. And have a blessed evening. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel, giving us an update on what's happening in Israel today. Certainly plenty happening there.